Retro nonsense in the house, y'all. Autobots, transform and roll out. No, I am your father. No! Fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe. Just give me my retro. Hello and welcome to the Retro Nonsense Podcast. I'm Duke. And with me, as always, is my good friend Chris Roberts. And when I say with me, this time I mean with me. He is directly across from me, and yeah. we're gazing into Intensely. each other's eyes. Yes, yeah, very we're holding hands, right. <laughs> rubbing feet under the table. <laughs> but Chris is in my retro room because he came down from, well, across from California to visit Maryland at my home. And we had a big adventure yesterday in Philadelphia. Went to too many games, and we're going to talk all about it. Well, the last two days. Yeah, Friday and yeah. Saturday, and we have another yeah. two days ahead of us. Well, but I mean, in Philly, we we yeah. we spent two days in Philly, yeah. and uh, it was perfect planning. We yeah. got there early. We went, did a little rocky steps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of us is clearly a better athlete than the other. <laughs> exactly. I let you win, and at we the have end. video proof of that. Well, you can see <laughs> me with this really huge lead, and then I decide, you know what? I don't want to embarrass Duke as wife being a runner and all that. Um, is that how you saw it? Because yeah, I slowed down was, a little bit. I looked over at you. I didn't realize that you were like racing up the steps. So I just walked a little faster and I beat you. And <laughs> well, we were... see, that's I would say that too if I was you, but that's really not what happened. But I don't want to insult my host here. But uh, so we did that and uh, saw the Liberty Bell. Liberty so that was Bell. the first time you were ever there. I mean, it was obviously the first time for me. But was that the first time for you? Well, I had been to Philly before. I've been to too many games multiple times. But um, and I. I think I remember visiting Philadelphia as a kid for a field trip. So you did see, yeah, that's right. You, you said you had Liberty seen them, but that was before they had built that little yes. structure and around it, which is really nice. It really was AC um, too. Was that was great. Cool, yeah. yeah, it was a it was a, a vague memory, but I thought I remembered as a kid it being outside and you looked up at it, you know, in a building or something. And this time it's in like a museum type. Setting. Yeah, I, I, I and I, I could be remembering it wrong, but I almost felt like it was like on a pedestal almost. Yeah, I think so. And um, <laughs> you. You really weren't going up, getting around it, but uh, maybe yeah. I'm remembering it wrong. But we saw the Liberty Bell. We did the Rocky Steps. We got pictures at the Rocky Statue, which is really cool. Hi, my name is Rocky Balboa, the Italian style. They say I'm the American dream. But, you know, one of the highlights also was we got these uh, Philly cheesesteaks. Right. So we did the tourist thing. So if you're from Philly, you can make fun of us all you want. But we were being tourists, so we did the tourist thing. So we went to Geno's and Pat's. Yes. Right? Those are the two ones that, you know. Between, those are supposed to be the big tourist attraction for yeah. Philly cheesesteaks. And yes, we know Philly locals, they're garbage compared to your favorite shop. It's fine. We get it. But we wanted to do the tourist thing, right? Well, first off, let's backtrack just a little bit. <clears throat> you had your first experience. Yeah. So Chris tells me, why don't we just Uber it? Now, you know, this is a weekend and it's a city. And I'm not, I'm a country boy, so I'm not used to uh, being in cities. It's very overwhelming for me and traffic and parking and lots of people. So we found the parking spot. We actually found a good parking spot. We did. Really good. And it was within walking distance of the Rocky Steps and the statue and everything. About but, a block and a half, maybe two blocks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very easy walk. It was a beautiful morning. But the Liberty Bell was like an hour walk. 
Yeah, we weren't walking to the Liberty so, Bell. I, I wanna... wasn't rocking to Maybe Duke <laughs> could have, but I wasn't going to do that. No. We didn't want to have to go back to the van and find another parking spot and then walk to the Liberty Bell and all that. That's what I was kind of prepared to do because I didn't think we had a choice. And Chris was like, well, let's just Uber it. And I was like, I hear about this Uber thing, but I don't know. It's some stranger's car. Are you sure this is safe? And he's like, oh, he's right over there. So we start walking over to a car. I'm like, what do you mean he's right over there? He's look, and Chris is looking at his phone, and he's like, you know, oh, that's the license plate. He And the guy opens his door, and we start getting in this car. I'm like, how did this happen? Like, it's like four seconds ago you mentioned Uber, and now we're climbing into this car. So long story short, that was my first Uber experience, and I was really impressed with... Well, especially by the third ride, you were a pro. Yeah, because we used an Uber to kind of jump around town to the different spots that we wanted to go to. And at the end, I was like, "Okay, this this is uh, this works." And it's yeah, safe you were and... already gonna download the app, and uh, yeah, you so... want to go to another big city just so you can Uber. <laughs> like an Uber He's gonna be a tourist just to Uber, right? <laughs> he don't even care about your city. He's coming to your city just so he can Uber around it. <laughs> but it was a, it was a, a good experience, and I didn't, you know, I didn't expect that because you know I'm I'm a I guess I'm a little uh, timid. I'll say. Yeah, a little bit of introvert in, in that little, regards, little right? Bit. Yeah. So it was something that was a little out of my comfort zone, but no, dude, you were great. I experienced some growth, and I learned yes. something that everything's not to be afraid of. <clears throat> but um, it was a good experience, and it was extremely effective for what we wanted to do because we probably shaved off hours and hours of easily time. two hours and a minimum, and, right. I, and it could have been up to four. So because of Uber, yeah. we were able to fit in the Rocky Steps, the Liberty Bell, the Cheese Steaks. And we did all that within an hour. Yeah, we did, had it the was whole really thing quick, done. very efficient. And we took our steaks back to uh, my van, and we drove back to our. We checked in early. Yeah. So hotel. full disclosure, we didn't eat them f- super fresh, <laughs> but I don't really think it changed anything. But I just want that to know if you're a big because we're okay. Let's just let's get to it. Geno's or Pat's. We we said Pat's. We both did. I, I we think, both agreed. Yes. 100%. And we got it with the standard cheesesteak with the cheese whiz and uh, onions. and onions. That was it. We, we wanted to try to keep it basic so we have a basic comparison. Yeah. So when we first bit into, when I first bit into the first sub, it you was first bit, Gino's. Yes. And? I thought Gino's was better because it had a little more flavor. But I think we determined that it was the onion it could have been yes. It had yeah. more onions on it, right? So that's or you what, had more onions in your bite. But I'll say that right? both both subs were very very similar. They didn't taste much different from each other. No, but they, when when I opened them up, you could clearly see that Pat's was packed with meat yes. and packed with had even more cheese. I think both breads were good. They were. I they think were. both breads were very good, very equal. Um, but the meat, I think Pat now. If all things were equal, and Geno's had the full meat, yeah. we might think of this differently. We might not be able to because choose. somebody told me <laughs> because... you can get double meat, and I do faintly remember seeing double meat on the thing. But we didn't want to do that. We were just trying to get the basics. We didn't realize we had to get double meat at you know Geno's. One other thing but, that um, I think I noticed too is I think that um, Pat's had the meat shaved a little thinner, I, which yes. I like. Yeah, I did too. The texture's a little yeah. better, and it's not as chewy. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were this differences were subtle. Yeah, the uh, Genos are in a yeah. Genos didn't even look. I mean, it was sliced, but it wasn't like shaved. It wasn't shaved at all. Yeah. It looked like they just thinly sliced, yeah. and it looked like they were single layer. So if we had to pick, I think we both agree that it was patched. Yeah. Well, at least in our in in how we did it. Now we might go back and get a fully loaded Genos, and maybe it is better. But yeah, 
at this moment, Pat, and we've said it to this to a couple of people, and they also agree, but everybody we ask which one, they're like, neither. <laughs> right. Every local, they're like, no, neither. Yeah. And I was like, like, well, then which one did you go to? She's like, eh, it's just anywhere. Gas to anywhere. And they <laughs> were like, quick to say neither. One of them, we didn't even get the, the, the question out. He's like, yeah. neither. Yeah. he knew what we were going to ask. Right. So, But um, it was a fun experience, and I'm glad that we got the, the – Traditional, classic, touristy, yeah. Philly cheesesteak, and it was it was a fun experience. The places were right across from each other. Yeah, Caddy Corner, yeah. they're I, they're staring each other down. And it was a cool little area. All these people yeah. walking around. They had picnic tables set little up. Little basketball, basketball court across court. the street. It was a really cool kind of setting, and it really made you feel like you were in a you know like a city like you'd see in like the Fresh Prince. Of yeah, Bel-Air. we couldn't find the the <laughs> Prince, but I think we found his, his basketball court. That had to be it. I'm pretty sure. It, it, there's only two in Philly, <laughs> yeah. so we found it, I'm sure. So it was a really fun experience. And then we just, the timing worked out great because we got done with all of our stuff in Philly mm-hmm. and we checked in to our room early. And King of Prussia. Yep, King of Prussia. And then we drove over, which was about, what, a 20-minute drive to two Yeah, well, games? we ate. At, we, so we, we did our taste test at that. We lobby. dropped our stuff off in our room, and then we went over to TMG. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started our, our evening. In, well, because TMG didn't um, open until 2 o'clock. Right, so we had some time to kill. But yeah. when we got there, they were already doing things. But our timing at the line could have been a little better, but it could have been a lot worse. Yes. <laughs> well, we were, that line had probably more than doubled by time we got to the door yeah people were really around it was way around the block so it was really that i will say if you ever go to too many games you got two options either go early or wait a while and then go like maybe wait about an hour and then go because or else you're going to spend that hour in the line right Uh, it was a very long line to get in but i felt like they were efficient getting us in i mean they were checking bag really the bags was the hold up they were checking bags so that, that was the thing that kind of slowed everything down. And originally, we were planning on going to... We didn't realize too many games started so late. So we were going to go to Philly Saturday morning. Right. But I'm, I'm so really glad, glad we didn't. That yeah. would have sucked, dude. It worked out good that we got that out of the way. And then we went to too many games Friday. And then Saturday morning, we got up fresh from our room, mm. drove over, and just had the rest of the day just at too many games. So that made it a much a much better... Yeah, event. because think about it. Had we had drove into Philly before the con on Saturday... It might have been an hour just to get back into the city and to find a parking spot. And to find that would have been, and yeah. not only that, the uh, Uber. There have been more people using it. Mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been, been as quick. And Geno's and the, the other one could have been packed. Oh, it would have been miserable. So before we get into all the meat and potatoes about too many games, let's go back and just talk about your. This is your first time in Maryland, right? Right. For the most part, you've been to the East well, Coast before. Technic- uh, I've drove through it on a train, but I mean, this has been my. Okay, let's just say this is my first visit. Gotcha. Definitely my first So what visit. do you think so far compared to your stomping grounds in California? Temperature and climate. Well, okay, so climate, your guys's, your guys' humidity sucks. <laughs> but it's, it could be worse. Mm-hmm. Right now it's not the word. It's fine. I'm not sweating yet. But <laughs> um, the humidity sucks. The The scenery is really pretty. It's a lot of green because with all the humidity, you're getting your grass mm-hmm. watered without really doing anything. Um, a pretty, I mean, you're in a really nice neighborhood. This is awesome. You got a great backyard and your neighbors very quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody seemed to have been pretty polite mm-hmm. or just minding their own business kind of thing when mm-hmm. we've been out about. Yep. No one's yep. really, you know, everybody's yeah. kind of doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So your how was your how was your flight in? You had a long flight. You had a layover in Dallas. <clears throat> yeah, well, the layover was like thirty minutes, so that wasn't bad. But um, you know, both flights were very crowded. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was you know there wasn't no open seats. I mean, it was pretty crowded. Uh, the first plane I was on was kind of next to a couple of bigger dudes. I mean, like you know, I'm, they're probably rolling their eyes when they saw me come too. <laughs> but um, they were nice. Uh, the one guy. Let me, without saying it, let me know he didn't want to talk, and I was fine because I didn't either. But <laughs> as soon as I sat down, he smiled at me and stuck those headphones in. I'm like, fair enough, buddy. <laughs> Mission or a message received. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the first flight uh, was fine. The second flight was a little stressful because there was a there was kind of a issue with one of the 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 passengers uh, getting on. It was nothing big, no, no drama, but it was. <clears throat> just it, it kind of delayed things a little bit, but nothing too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like my tickets, I was going economy, so I'm towards the back of the plane, so it's kind of a pain in the butt to get off. But other than that, um, I didn't check no bags, so I didn't have to worry about any of that. Um, had I went to the right level, or you went to the right level, we would have been out of there quicker. <laughs> so that was a thing. Yeah, I go to pick them up at the uh, airport, and. <clears throat> I'm like, well, I'm at the American Airlines uh, arrivals section, and Chris is like, well, I don't see your van, and just keep on driving. You'll see me at some point. I'm like, Chris, if I keep driving, I'm going to end up looping out of the airport, have to come back. So I looked at my, he sent me a drop pin of his location, and it seemed like he was right on top of me. So come to find out, he was literally on top really? of me. Really? <laughs> yeah, and, and when you honk, because you're like, hold on, I'm going to honk the horn. Yeah. And then I heard you honk it, but it was really echoey, so I... I couldn't tell where it was coming from, but I was like, there's no way he's over there. Right. That's a parking structure. And then I, then I remembered that there was a downside. Well, then we figured out that there were levels. Right. And then I was like, well, you know what? You st- At first I was saying, come here. And then I thought, wait a minute, what am I doing? You stay there. Right. I need to use the restroom anyways. I'll be there in a minute. And there you were. Yeah, so he's like, are you on the lower level? I'm like, well, I'm on the street level. So I look up. He's like, well, is there an upper level? I was like, well, there's a roof above me. I look up and I'm like, yeah, I guess that's like a road. So yeah. Chris was on top of me. Yep. So anyway, we finally met up and I got him and it it worked out okay. Yeah, we made but, really uh, good time. We stopped yeah. off at. Uh, oh yeah. 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 Ann's, stomping grounds, uh, Ann's Dairy, famous Dairy Queen, where uh, we talked about that on one of our podcasts. Where there's this uh, little hole in the wall place that sells uh, what they call famous foot long hot dogs and ice cream, and it's a place that I used to go to as a kid. And it's kind of famous because there's a story behind it where uh, this big mall was being uh, established in 1986, was it? I think yeah, it was, it was we saw the placards like on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was all this news because Ann's refused to move, and they were trying to buy them out, and they and, said no. And bravo to you, Ann. Yeah. Stand your ground. Don't let those bullies run you out of there. So anyway, it's an iconic yeah. uh, kind of little hole-in-the-wall place, um, and it has a history behind it, and it's a place I went to as a kid. So I was excited to show Chris and uh, have him get a hot dog there. Well, I kind of felt bad for Duke because I know the pressure <laughs> no. was on Duke that I was going to love the place, and I and I think it's great to get that out of the op- or get that out of the way. But one of their one of the the things you hyped it is yes. they remember everything. They don't write nothing down. You you can give them ten orders and they'll get every one of them right. This lady could not get anything right. <laughs> It was embarrassing. It was so awkward. Was so awkward. She looked like she just got there from the methadone uh-huh. clinic or something. She looked terrible. 
Um, yeah, so I hyped that up because that was one of their staple kind of signature things. It's a new was, generation. You could go in there, there'd be like 50 people in line. They would just point at somebody, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And everybody would rattle off their orders, and they would just remember everything, never make a mistake, and it was kind of like a, a gimmick. That they yeah. Had. So we go in there, and there's like just us and like one other person. And the lady got everything wrong. Yeah, this is a new gimmick. Yeah, it's a new gimmick. Get everything wrong. Everything wrong and then drive you out of the business. So she got our drinks wrong. She got, Chris got a milkshake and she forgot about that. She didn't want to give us the fries. fries. And she's like, you guys didn't get fries, right? We're like, yeah, we both ordered fries. Oh, okay, fries up. Well, she was trying to charge me twice for the milkshake. And I didn't even know. I was like, yeah, fine, just do it. And then she's like, wait a minute, it's right here. And I was like, look, give me my card back. She kept checking the register. In the end, we had our ends. We sat outside at the picnic table like I did when I was a kid, and I thought it was good. I did too. Well, I mean, I prefer. I like the ice cream better than the hot dog, but okay. I think I got skimped on the chili. Oh, that's yeah. I, I think I got skimped on that. But uh, again, I'm gonna blame that on that employee, not the business. <laughs> right. The business is great. It's a nice place, and I, I dig what they do there. So. Uh, they they, they mm-hmm. might need a drug test that yeah. lady. <laughs> yeah. That could have been the problem. She was a little out there. She was a little lost. But um, and we have a we have a uh, I'm not sure if you're used to this at your house. But we have a lot going on here. We have three teenagers that live with us, and we have two dogs, a cat, a rabbit, chickens, a lizard. So there's lots of activity, lots of noise, lots mm-hmm. of uh, so. I'm hoping that's not uh, lots of phone calls for Duke to ignore. <laughs> <laughs> my business is running through my phone on a sun- Sunday morning, but whatever it is, what it is. But um, anyway, I hope you're enjoying your stay here. Uh, uh, it couldn't be happier. It's been a great. You guys are great. Uh, you and Tara and your children. Everybody's great. It's uh, your dog. Uh, well, one of your two dogs. <laughs> yeah. Your other dog is not too sure about me. But he's uh, just scared. He's timid. He, well, he's smart. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I ain't giving. Where would you let me know when that guy leaves? So. Uh, well, good. I'm glad you're having fun here. I'm, I'm Lots enjoying of fun. your stay very Couldn't much. Couldn't be any better. If it ended right now, it'd be perfect. I'm let's, not to say I, we're still having more time. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying. It, up at this point, there's been no problems. So no real culture shock so far with being in Maryland compared nah. to California. It's it's all pretty I'm much a man of travel. I'm okay. all over the place. Yeah, how much do you travel? Like, is the plane thing, is that something you're pretty familiar um, uh, with? No, I mean, it's like my fourth or fifth flight. Oh, oh, well. Okay. Well, I guess double that because wherever you go, you gotta go back. Sure. So probably the tenth time I've been on an airplane, but okay. no, it's fine. It's yeah, good. I don't do a lot of traveling. I don't myself. mind traveling. Yeah. So I didn't know if because uh, you know picking you up at the airport, that even just picking somebody up is not something I do often. So I was a little kind of nervous too because it's very confusing and there's you know if you miss. In fact, this is fun. I didn't tell you this. So I'm I'm looking for the there's a special parking lot that I have to go to. It's called they call it the cell phone lot. Yep. And that's where you go just to wait for somebody. Right. Wait for the call. When they get a call, you go pick them up. Right. So I was trying to go to that, and next thing you know, I'm, I'm going into a parking garage. Oh. So I, it's got the gate where you push the button sure. get a ticket. So I hit the help button. I said because I couldn't back up, I was already in there. Yeah, you're already So I called the woman and I said, um, I'm ac- I, I came in here accidentally. I meant to go to the cell phone lot. Um, I just want to loop through here. Oh, just grab a ticket and the gate will open and just loop, go down level two and right. loop around and just leave, go back out. So I did that. So I get in line to leave to talk to the attendant there. And the person in front of me, the lady's having some kind of issue. She's showing the guy a paper and he's waving his hands. No, that doesn't work. I can kind of hear what they're saying. And I'm sitting there behind her for like five minutes. And next thing you know, he points at me and says, back up, like tell me to back up and go into a different line. So I back up and go into another another line. I gave the lady my ticket. I said, I never parked. I just looped through because 
I came in here accidentally. She said, well, you've been in here for more than five minutes, so I have to charge you. I was like, what? And I said, you just saw me back up. The only reason I've been in here for more than five minutes is because this lady in front of me got had some issue, and I had to back up and come into this line. She's like, I'm sorry, I can't do anything about it. It was only $2. I wasn't worried about it, but just for principle. What I was a like, scam. You, you kidding? So I had to pay. See, that's Maryland I for you. <laughs> what a scam. I had to pay just to loop through a parking lot. And now we know where the cheating Too came well. from. Yeah, Maryland yeah. is not a cheap state, I, I admit. Man, but anyway, we finally got, got you back to the house. <laughs> And the next morning, we made our way to Philly. So now, I guess we'll talk about too many games. So what you've been to many more cons than I have. What's your general overall kind of, um, I guess, perception? Well, I think they put on a a great show. Like, it was a great venue. That venue is perfect. Yeah. It's huge. Um, The the vendor floor is huge. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I, I heard a couple of guys who've been there for years thinking that, Oh, there's a little bit too much tchotchke stuff on the back couple rows, but I didn't think that at all. I've been to places where almost a third of it was tchotchke crap, you know? And- well, coming from MAGFest, which is the only other con I really go to, th- I mean, MAGFest is nothing but tchotchkes and right. anime stuff, and there's only like three tables of games. At- there wasn't many, and there was a couple oddball Bruce booths uh, sprinkled in. To the main stuff, but it doesn't matter. There were so many. I don't want to say there was too many games, because that's stupid. (laughs) But there was so many. It was a lot to choose from. I felt like there was very competitive prices. Some stuff was a little high, but I didn't have any issues haggling with anybody. I got a stink eye a couple times, Mm but uh, except for the magazine guy. But we understood that. But uh, other than that guy, and he was nice. He he wasn't going to negotiate. But uh, every other thing, to, I mean, I was getting 30% off, 40% off sometimes, sometimes even more. Some people were pre... The, one guy haggled himself. <laughs> yeah, I know. He, he started to hand it to me, and he lowered his price twice before I even touched it. Yeah. So um, that was cool. I did have a one guy who I threw in the... All right, so I'll go over one particular haggle uh, circumstance. Um, so uh, Waterworld for the Ataris, very rare game. Um, I'm not saying it's the rarest, obviously not, but it's very rare. Um, and it has a little bit of cachet to it because it was part of the contest. Mm-hmm. It's the last one that was released. The fourth one never got released. but So it was really cool. Um, there was actually two of them at the convention. They right. they wanted the same amount at both tables. Uh, one was They were both 200 bucks, But one clearly looked better than the other. You'd agree, right? I Absolutely. Mean, yeah. yeah, one looked way much better than the other. And... The one booth that had the lesser quality one, he was a little weird, to be nice, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean that guy was sure. odd. Yeah. That guy was an odd dude. Even though we did get a lot of cool Atari cards yeah. from him, yeah, because he did have some good deals there. But he had like these really nice NES boxes that he was just crushing them. Like it was, he was not taking care of him very good at all. Oh, it was so bad. But anyway, um, so I decided to go to the other guy, and the guy's name Mike. The other guy was Mike. So I went to his employee. I didn't know who was running the booth, but I went to one guy, and he goes, no, 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 you need to ask Mike if you want to do that. And I was like, okay, thank you. So I walked around. Hey, Mike, you know, you got Waterworld in the booth over there in that little thing. Um, it says 200. Would you take 175? So he walked over there and grabbed it and walked over towards me, and he's sizing me up, and he's looking at the game, and He's probably thinking, no, this guy will pay more. So he's like, and he's right, I pay a little more. That's why you negotiate. So he says, 185, and he hands it to me. So I'm looking at it, and I was like, and I set it down. I thought, I thought to myself, okay, I'll do that. But I grab my wallet, start to go for the money, and I think, 
He'll take five dollars. <laughs> one eighty, and I put the money down. I was like one eighty, <laughs> and I just stare him right in the eyes, and he, all right, fine, and he grabbed it. Well, but hey, so what? Uh, thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. <laughs> So five more dollars saved is five earned. You so know? that was one of your big finds, having Waterworld. That's yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Emotionally, that wasn't the biggest find, but it probably, if you, uh, well, at least a cart version, anyways, or game wise, that was the rarest thing that I picked up, or right. for sure. And it's kind of probably the coolest. But the other um, was almost basically our last purchase for mm-hmm. the most part. Yep. Um, before, after that, I was kind of on a high later on. I'm thinking, you know, I, I want to get just one more little item. And I decided to try to find a, a five-screw Rygar because I need that to complete one of my boxes. And uh, so I found one almost immediately, but I didn't like the label. And think about the think about uh, just me how cool that was I because had I took that I, I wouldn't have got what I ended up getting. And you were like kind of on the edge. It looked like you were like thinking about it. Well, I was thinking like, ah, do I really want to walk all through this again one more time? But I thought, yeah, sure, why not? It was something fun to do because we were already pretty much spent out. We, yeah, I didn't have anything I was looking for. I was like, let's go hunt for a ride. Yeah, it was like you know? a new, kind of fun. new. Yeah, and we went through the whole con. Now we could have missed it. We could have missed another sure. copy, but we basically went to every booth. And we were in the very last row. Uh, not, I wouldn't say it was the last booth, but we were in the last row. And I walked over to a guy who had bought something from the day before. And um, I looked down, and there was a Rygar. And it was uh, $6 cheaper. Yep. Uh, so I grabbed it, and I was just being the cool, generous guy I am. I tell him, I'm not even going to hack. I was like, relax, buddy. I'm not even going to haggle you. <laughs> so I go to give him the $9. Out of the corner of my eye, I noticed they had a Wacky Racers cart just kind of sitting in a... I, I felt a little nervous for him because I was thinking, man, is that going to get knocked over? Or is someone going to steal it? It was just like sitting out in the open, very casually, almost in a corner. And I said, oh, I see you got a rack, Wacky Racers over there. You know, I was almost kind of like, dude, you sure you want it there? And his reply was, oh, and I got the manual too. Now, earlier in the con, I had got one of the last 25 that I needed. Mm-hmm. And just before that, earlier in that day, I got one of the other ones that I needed. Right. So I was down to needing uh, 23 at that moment. So this would have knocked me down to 22. And he said he had wacky right now. In my mind, I'm thinking that's probably like a $200 manual, maybe 150. Could even be higher because it's pretty rare. And um, as he's handing it to me, I noticed it had a price tag of uh, 119 on it. Right. And I. So in my mind, I'm thinking I bet you I can get him to take 100. You know, but before he even handed it to me, he stammered out something, and then he's like, 90, 90, well, just give me 90. So I'm like, I hadn't even touched it yet. And I'm just like, uh, oh, all right, well, I'm not, yeah, it's a great price. So I, you know, then I asked him, will you open it up so I can look at it? Well, no, I, that was after I got the money. But, anyways, we ended up getting that, or I ended up getting that from him, and, um, that, that charged me up. That was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that was really cool. So you got three. Uh, for those of you, of you who don't know, so you're talking about your number of NES manuals you have left. Yeah, how have, many I need. How many yes. need. So you, you have every NES manual except for 22 two at this point. At this point. And it might even be 21 because I'm not 100% sure that the Myriad 601 even has a manual. So, yeah, so I might you, be down to 21. When you I don't get know. down to those numbers and you find three of them in one convention, it's I huge. think that's really yeah. amazing that you yeah, found three huge. manuals that you needed. Yeah, because it's a pretty tough list. There's a few of them on there that's not uh, that expensive, but that you just don't see them, right. especially in like game store. Like you never see them. And if I do, 
typically they come with the game and they don't want to separate it, right. and then the price isn't good enough to sell the game, you know, that kind of thing. So I thought I was, you know, so when he first said he had the manual, the Wacky Racers, my first thought was, I wonder if I can get him to separate it. And he, he, he answered yeah. that question immediately because he hands me the manual. And then I'm like, I wonder if he'll go down. And he immediately answered that question. He went down basically 30 bucks. Now, when you uh, let me ask you this. How how rare and expensive is Wacky Racers game? Oh, it's like $400 cart. Now, does it diminish? Does, did he hurt himself by separating them? No, he... because... He he didn't have he had them listed separately. Right. There right. wasn't a bundle price there. Now someone probably could have got a bundle price from him if they bought both of them, gotcha. but it wasn't pre-bundled. They, right. they were actually considered two separate items. But the thing was, you couldn't even see it because it was underneath it, so it was hidden, and there was no indication that he even had yeah, manuals. Thought he would have had it out in like the front. Right. Man, right. I would if that was mine. It would have been next to me. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't have been nowhere out of my sight. That's, that's a kind of a kind rare of card. Sure. Yeah, there was a lot of that going on. Like uh, we were at, when I say we, me and a couple, of, I had some other friends there too, and uh, we walking around with different people, at different times. But uh, the one group I was with, we were digging around underneath the table, and there was like a thousand dollar game just underneath the table. I saw a lot of that, and it's I was like, weird. man, you know, like there's a lot of people here, and some of these booths were so crowded. Like I'm sure people got ripped off, and that's kind of a shame. Because uh, I mean, if I'm thinking it and I'm not going to steal, think about someone who's a thief. You, you know, know darn I mean? well that at the end of these conventions, they they go through their inventory and they're like, okay, this got stolen. Yeah, this oh, one hundred percent. Because even me, like I I asked a guy when I was looking at um, what game was it? Oh, it was uh, Magic Sword, which is one of my better finds of the weekend. So I'll tell you that story in a minute here. But anyway, I had he got me Magic Magic Sword out of the case, and that's a Super Nintendo game. And I was looking at it, and he tur- it was he was so distracted. Yeah. There were so many people. He had turned around and started talking to people, and he forgot that I was sitting there holding this game. Yeah. He didn't look at me for another, like, six minutes. I know. So he finally, like, oh, okay, that's right, you're here. So I could have just walked away with it. Well, yeah. I had a very similar experience with Waterworld. That was the second time I had looked at it. The first time I looked at it, they had a younger kid at the booth as well, not like a child, but like, you know, teenager, 17, something like that. And I asked him to see it. He handed it to me and immediately left. Mm -hmm. And not a person there knew I had it. And I had to, like, walk all the way around this big rectangle to get to give it back to them. I just wanted to know, like, hey, I got it from that case. Here's your game back. Easily could have walked away. Not that I would, but you know what I'm saying. It was just a weird environment as far as, like... But then on the flip side, we had that guy who was standing on milk crates to stare at people. Uh So that was weird, too. But... um, you just hope to think that people aren't going to just. You would hope that people. But it would be very easy to. Very, uh, you very know easy. it went on. You yeah. know it did because it happens at every con. But anyways, back to the comparison thing. Um, I think their, <clears throat> I think their arcade might have been lacking a little bit, even though it was a good arcade. Yeah. It was a good arcade. I'm not knocking it. it just. In my mind, it should have been a little bigger. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but even though it was good, and I did actually like its location, I think the location was smart. It just should have been bigger. Because um, their RPG board game section was way too big. <laughs> right. I mean, cause basically, that building is a huge building, and it's almost like each section is a third. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Right, because there was a middle section, which I thought that part was very smart, even though it didn't really appeal to us that much. But... They were having their panels there. They had a wrestling. We watched a wrestling match there for a little while, which was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, we yeah. uh, and you won that round because uh, <laughs> I was going Aquaman and you were going Sub Zero. Uh, Sub Zero and Sub Zero ended up winning. He cheated, I'm sure, but <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, 
but that was cool. Um, well, I would imagine that the uh, arcade wasn't a matter of them picking the size room. I don't know the logistics. Well, who knew they, how many cabinets they had? Right. Yeah. The, the logistics of how they get them there and how many they can get and where they get them from has got to be pretty difficult. Well, and it could be a power situation, too. Exactly. I don't right. know how their grid, their power grid is there. So, so it may not be about they use too small of a space. They probably, well, these are all the arcades we can get. Let's just put them in. Well, and, and that makes sense. Again, it does not, not a knock on them at all. I'm just saying... Personally, I would have liked it, or if nothing else, the arcade spread out a little more. I agree. Because, uh, because it was a little cramped. Not Nothing bad. It just was a tad bit cramped and um, could have just been a little bigger. Yeah, and the um, arcade at MAGFest was much more impressive. It's yeah. a bigger arcade. They had multiple... Um, I've heard that about. I've never been to Magfest, but I, that that's yeah. one of the things I hear a lot is so how great the arcade I'm used is. To, so compared to Magfest, it was a little. Well, I will say the la- the the last premium SoCal Retro Gaming Expo. I didn't go to the one this year, but the last one they had in uh, Pasadena, their arcade was fantastic and would their arcade put this arcade to shame. Yeah. They had a bigger selection, more multiple <laughs> cabinets. But again, this isn't a knock on TMG. Right. I thought I think it's a fantastic convention. Uh, pricing is really good. Their staff was helpful. They, the line was long, but they try to get you through it as quick as they can. Yeah. I felt like the vendors were very friendly yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Um, I didn't have any negative experiences with anybody really, well, other that than one that guy. one guy. <laughs> but I mean, I think everybody probably has an experience with that sure. guy. That guy was awkward. Yeah. And we'll, we could talk about that later. But. Um, Overall, though, I think that was good. I think the hunting went really well. Yeah. So what? Okay. So let's talk about finds. What was? What's your favorite? You've heard my favorite find. What was your favorite find? My favorite find. Well, I had a couple good ones. I'll no, say, favorite is a word here. I'm gonna have to go with my Tengen Tetris. There you go. Because I have been looking for that for years, and it was the only. It was the last ten, Tengen Tengen, however you say it. Tetris, I'm sorry, the last Tengen game that I needed for my collection because that's it's yep, the first subset complete. Full subset that I really kind of went after because I really love the fact that they're Atari games. I like the history mm-hmm. and the story behind how they kind of went around the system and got their games on the Atari, on the Nintendo. So it's a really cool thing. I like the way they look. And most of them are really good games, actually. They're, it's a good set of games. It is. They're solid. So sure. Tetris is the one well, that's Well, as far as third party games, they are by far the better yes. developer for. So you for got, the Nintendo, you got Gauntlet, RBI yes. Baseball, you got some really good Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man, Pac-Man, great whatever. games. Yeah, it's all um, good stuff. So Tetris, it's there is a gray cart version, yep. but it's not the same game. There's actually some differences. Well, but that one's an official right. NES cart, and that's the one that's the NWC version. The their competitions. Right. That's the good one. Honestly, I, I, I well. Personally speaking, when I play Tetris, I like to play the normal one because I like to think I'm competing because that's the that's the one they use for competition. Okay, the NES that, one. Yeah, that's kind of like the official console one. So I like that, but what I think is great about the Tension Tetris, for one, it's two-player. Mm-hmm. It, defi- it has some different music. Different music. Um, I, I think it's a fantastic version of it. Yeah. For sure. So unlike um, RBI Baseball and Pac-Man, where it's just that the cart is the only difference. Right. With, with Tetris, it's actually a different game. Yeah, a it's, different, a, it's a different game. Yeah, I mean, it's so, the same game in principle, but it's definitely a different game. Right. So that is the most rare of the Tengen games. So I had been looking for that for years. I saw it a couple of times, but it was too expensive. So this time I had in mind, if I saw it, 
I was going to really try to pick it up. So I saw, what, four of them there? Yeah, at least. Which is crazy, because last time at Too Many Games, I saw one, and I think it sold the first day, and, and I yeah. never saw it again. It was at least four there. So yeah. the price range from this past weekend, I saw one for 180 Mm-hmm. I saw one for 125 Yep. I saw another one for 125 and right. I saw one for 150 or I think it was. Something like that. Somewhere in between. Yeah, something like that. So I went to the one one of the lower ones, the 125, and I asked And that. it looked really good it too. Was a very, very, a very good. nice cart, very Great clean shape. label, right? And I whipped out $100 in cash and said, "Will you take 100?" And he said, "Yeah." So I yeah, <laughs> he didn't give you really any pushback no, either. No, it was, not it was at all. A, and he seemed happy to do it. So I was very happy to finally get my Tengen Tetris in my collection to complete my Tengen set. And I had said, uh, as a joke before, that I had Tengenitis because yeah. <laughs> I was on a rampage collecting all these Tengen games. I got all of them except for the last one. So finally my Tengenitis is cured. So that was a really fun and exciting find that I finally got to complete that collection. So that was cool. And aside from that, I found some, man, I found a ton of Atari games. Um, I, this was the most Atari that I had, I had seen yet. And I've been to too many games like mm -hmm. four times. So there was There was so tubs much. and tubs and tubs of Atari. But to our surpri our happy surprise, uh, the vendor would be quick to tell you nobody wants them. I know. They're garbage. Nobody wants them. Da, 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 da. Matter of fact, one these. of the vendors sold out to another vendor within a few minutes. Yep. He sold all of it to a another guy in the back row because I was looking through it. I was like, this all looks familiar. Yeah. He goes, I bought I was like, you bought it from that guy over there? He goes, yeah, I did. And I'm like, what a trip. So, so cool. higher <clears> on <throat> the list of exciting Atari games that I got was Frankenstein's Monster. That was a, and that's so clean. It's it so clean. Brand, brand new. And it plays great. And it works. Yes. I've already tested it. Because I had bought that game years ago. I think I paid... Has it been years? Um, I think about two years ago okay. I bought that. And I think I paid $70 for it at a game shop. And I brought yeah, it Yeah, you paid a little higher on it. And it didn't work. Right. And I took it back and the guy gave me store credit. That's garbage. He yeah. should have given you your money back, but whatever. Yeah, but I it's one of those shops I go to all the time. So I, I know. Really, I You're not care. rocking the boat. I got but, it. So whatever. But finally I found it again. They had two of them there this weekend that I saw. They did. Well, the same guy. The nah, same. Well, the same then there guy. was the same guy had two carts because the other one had a manual. Well, there's another one for forty bucks. Remember, I showed it to you. So and it, was, all, it was three of them then. I guess. There was three. So, but I, I I paid. It was marked as fifty, right? And I paid forty. Well, you paid fifty. Oh, because I had I took right. that game back. That's right. Right, because That's right. Uh, you had bought uh, Star Wars: Return of the <laughs> Jedi. No, it was our Star Wars: The Arcade. Oh, you, no, you're right. It was Star Wars The Arcade, and you were excited, and you show it to me, and I turn it over. I'm just like, I hate to break it to you. This is a Coleco. But are you sure? Are you sure? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure. So Coleco games and or Coleco Vision games and Atari games look so similar. Yep. And you have to look at the actual board in there. Or you could just look at that indention on the back where that thing that. slips on. So but, that's the yeah. second time I've done that. I bought Popeye a couple years ago thinking it was an Atari 2600 game and it was it, it wouldn't fit in my Atari. Yeah, because not every ColecoVision game has that right. on the back. Not exactly. every game does. But, but the licensed one, or like the main one, seem to. that does. Right. So, I'm showing him the Popeye one right yeah, now. I still have it. Exactly. It just has a weird kind yeah, of... Yeah, all the Parker brothers have that for sure. Yeah. So now I know. Now I, I've learned something. But um, I had to take that back because 
Chris pointed out, and I'm glad he did because I would have brought it home and it would have been the same thing. Oh, man, it doesn't fit in my Atari. They were almost but, a little salty on the return initially. Yeah, they seemed Because they're like, confused. what? Uh, and he goes, yeah, just give him $10 credit. And to me, I'm thinking, fine, but... But the guy told me he like, lied to you, or he misled you. He didn't know. He I could. Tell well, th- that doesn't matter. Right. He still said, "Yeah, and I, it's an Atari game." So I did look at the the cart, and I thought I was con- I was concerned that it wasn't an Atari game. Well, now you also know it's a different color label. Yes, yes, it's slightly different color. It's a little duller. Yeah. Um, because there was they also had the twenty six hundred version, and I was wondering why that one was forty five, right. and the one that I bought was only ten. <laughs> but they didn't know. I was like, "Why is this one only 10 He's like, "Oh, I don't know. It's marked that way, so you get it for ten, I guess." Yeah. Come to find out, it's because it was a Coleco. Coleco vision, so, not as desired. Anyway, that's I took that back, and that's where I got Frankenstein, and um, so I paid forty dollars for it. But yeah, it's a pristine shape, and I'm very happy to have that in my collection because I've been wanting that for a long time. It's known to be a very good game, and it's rare, and it's a cool. It's cool because it's a monster game, which I like. So, well, and it's got good visuals yeah. and, and a unique gameplay. Yeah, it looks yeah. like you're mixing a couple. It, look, it almost looks, uh, they're definitely influenced by Pitfall for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty obvious. But um, and there's different gameplay styles. Yeah, and, and you, we only played it a couple of minutes, so yeah. it's like I'm sure there might there might not be or there might be more to it than you right than you try, seen so far. And then I got another kind of a rare Atari game, and that was Gremlins. Uh, Chris found that for me. Mm-hmm. And um, I went over and looked at it. And I'm and like, like, hit him low. <clears throat> yeah, and I did. What did I get? Uh, well, he wanted 65, and I was like, tell him 40. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah. No, I did it. Oh, that's right. You did. I, I did yeah, it for you. Did you. It for that's me. right. And the guy was a little hesitant. He was, but, but I was like, come on, man. You said, because the day before, when I was over there, I was looking through them, and I called you and say, hey, they got a Gremlins over here. They got a Hero, even though you have it. But I was just so, telling you some of the games that they had there. And... Uh, and then as I was hanging up, he had said something like, and I'm willing to cut deals, especially on, on expensive Atari games because nobody's buying them. Right. So right there, it's like, well, you're going to show me your cards, buddy. You're going to lose the hand. He was telling us that as we were haggling. He's like, yeah, we can't even push these things. Right. Well, the, yeah, he did it again. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, how about 35 then? How much? How about 30? <laughs> Let's keep going. How about just keep, hand it over to keep me? Keep talking. We keep getting lower. Yeah. But I told him 40, and he didn't even counter. He said yes. And yeah. And uh, I bet you he doesn't lose a second of sleep over it. Well, that's how a lot of it went. This, I mean, every single lot or, or game that I bought and asked for a little bit less, they always said yes. Yeah. Except for that one guy with the magazine. But well, but you know what? In all honesty, though, that magazine, in, in fairness to him, he was giving a lot of great deals. Yeah. It's just that one wasn't a bad deal. And it's actually, you did actually get it less than value. Yeah. So that was fine. At $5, that insert is probably about a $10 or $12, $15 insert. So that was actually good. And when we say insert, it's the secret codes insert that came in some of the Nintendo powers. I mean, Nintendo power. Yeah. So I like those little kind of things. Confidential information or whatever it was. Secret information. uh, I got two of those this weekend. Chris picked me one up that was a little thicker and had a lot more games. Well, that one's different, though. That one's a standalone book right, that Nintendo right. released. And granted, standard. Nintendo released the other thing, but that was an insert right. in Nintendo Power. The other thing you got was an actual guidebook that right. Nintendo released. And we'll put all these pictures on our Yeah, and that, that one was great too, though. Yeah. That was a good deal. At five yeah. bucks, that's probably a $20 magazine or, or used to be. I don't know where it is now, but it could be a little bit less. But it's definitely not a $5 magazine. Right. 
That was a good buy. Yeah, it was. So I got a bunch of other Atari games. Most of them, a lot of them were variants. I found six blue label cards, Activision blue label. Yeah, you put me to shame. I yeah. never seen that many blue labels in one convention. I got like Kaboom and Boxing and um, I don't remember all of them, but I got six blue label carts. I got a bunch of Sears Telegram Robot cards. Tank, Scheme. Robot Tank. Oh, you got them over there. Yeah, you're looking at I them. got them. You got them. It's your table. They're right there. Uh, Robot Tank. That's Boxing there. Not oh, Boxing. What did I say? Skiing. Skiing. Oh, okay. and I picked up um, uh, Commando. Commando. And it's a white label Activision <clears throat> Commando, which I've never seen that before. It, on the 2600, and it plays really well. Yeah, we played it for a Yeah, it was minutes. fun. It, it looks good. I, I know there's a 7800 version, which is obviously better, but um, it was pretty good. Got Worm War 1, which I'd never heard of. I hadn't either, but that looks a pretty, like a fun game. And cool uh, the, what was the other one that we were looking at? That was A Taz was very fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's another one I never played. So then I got a couple of NES games. I got uh, Adventure Island. Which... Now, these are high on my list. I'm very happy he got these. I yeah. pretty much pushed you into Adventure Island. Yeah, I have Adventure Island 2, but I didn't have Adventure Island 1, so I got that. And Heavy Barrel, that's one of my top and 10 And Heavy favorites. Barrel from Data East, you've been telling me about this for years. It's great. And you kept telling me how we much We can play that co-op. We'll play that co-op later. Yeah, because um, Complex co loves this game, doesn't he? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm the one that got him to do the video on it. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Or I, at least I nudged him towards <laughs> it. He was asking me, what what letters should I do for, what game should I do for H? And it was like, Heavy Barrel. Yeah, do it. I, I wanted to watch that. it, so and do then... it. What else did I get? I'm looking through my bag here. Well, I'll just talk about Magic Sword. So we're in the arcade, and they had Magic Sword. They had the yeah, they had the arcade, which was a beautiful cabinet. Yeah, great shape. A mess. I never knew I wanted it until I saw it. That's a really good cabinet. And Chris said you would love this game on the Super Nintendo. I was like, I don't know if I've ever heard of this for Super Nintendo. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's a Capcom. It's a you know Cap. Capcom, it's like a hack and slash, beat them up. Beat them up. Yeah. I was like, well, it's fantasy themed. Yep. It's a sixteen bit era Super Nintendo. Yep. Hack and slash beat em up. How could you go wrong? So I went out on the floor, and sure enough, I found like three or four copies of it. And it kept getting cheaper, right? Yeah, I found a $60 copy of it. I found a $50 copy of it. And then I found a $40 copy of it. And I said, you know, this is like my last purchase. And I said, if the guy goes down to 30 I'll buy it. Because I didn't really have any cash left. I would have had to use my card. So I, I was, I was, that, was, that was the time I, I was holding it, and the guy forgot that I was there and was talking to other people, and I was just standing there with it in my hand for like you know 10 minutes or whatever. Yeah. And finally, he remembered that I was standing there. I said, well, you take 30. He's like, uh, he was really on the fence. I was like, uh, it's my last purchase of the weekend. I got to go tonight. He's like, all right. So I whip out my card. He's like, oh, no, cash. I was like, shoot. I said, well, I burned through all my cash. This is like my last purchase. I really wanted the game. I said, tell you what, I got $3 in my wallet, cash. I'll, I'll buy it with the card and give you the $3. He said, deal. So I paid essentially $33 for yeah, it. But everywhere else it was... Very and I cool. looked it up on the um, the web... What's that website called? Uh, the one where you check the prices. Were you price charting? Yeah, price charting. Yeah, and I eBay searched it too, and you, you definitely Yeah, it was like value. 60 I think some of them were even like in the $70 range. Yeah, I mean, on eBay, there was a couple of completed sales in like the 45 range, but there was others in the 60 the 70 range, so, so it's paying, all over the place. paying 30 bucks, I'll just That's say... That's a steal. I got it for like half Oh, and price. it's a great game too. It's yeah. very good quality. It's fun. So I'm eager to check that one out. So that was a fun find. And then, I, you know, again, I got a whole bag of Atari. I probably got, I don't know, I'll throw a picture up on the Discord, but... I'm going to say about 25 games I picked up, maybe a lot. 30. Yeah, you did so good. So I'm very, very happy with um, the outcome. I My overall kind of a synopsis of the too many games this year is very positive. I've been several times, and this might have been the best year yet. 
I've never seen so many Atari games in my life. NES games were just flowing out of containers. They were everywhere. They were? You were literally overwhelmed. There were so many games. They had so many controllers and consoles. If you're into game collecting and game hunting and gaming in general, especially retro, I mean, it was you couldn't have been more happy there. It was just so much stuff. And like you said, the vendors were all really nice. The place was set up well. I think that I think the people there were friendly. There were people if you bumped into them, they bumped into you. Everybody was like, "Excuse me," or if you say "Excuse me," they were like, "No problem, no worry about." It. Excuse me. Everybody was very friendly. Very I didn't positive. run into other than that one awkward that one awkward vendor. There was only <laughs> one person there that I felt like, "All right, there's there's something wrong with this guy." Yeah. But everybody else, whether they were a little salty or not, when we haggled, everybody was friendly. It was a night. I liked the 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 people there. The the you know like the other customers and everything. Everybody seemed pretty cool. And I think a big factor in that, and props to Too Many Games for this, it was a ninety degree day, and it was very comfortable in there. A hundred percent. You had thousands of people in this. You wouldn't even have known it. And I felt comfortable and cool. I never once thought about the temperature in there. Yeah. So you didn't no, have not even that one time. sweaty stank in the air. It nope. Very... And there was some stank in the air, but it wasn't because it was, <laughs> it was hot. proximity, though. Only... <laughs> some people just stank like, a lot. The convention, was. it felt clean. It felt cool. Yep. It felt well organized. So They got uh, ample amount of restrooms on different ends of the building. There was ATMs. They, they probably could have used a few more of those, but yeah. it was still, still good. Yep. Uh, food... That's one of the things I'd say they were lacking on, but I was told that the organizer actually has been pushing for years to have food trucks. I, we, I was talking with Square Painter, and um, <clears throat> they were saying, uh, he was telling me how this guy's been trying to get food trucks in the parking lot during smart. this, but the, the, the little complex says no, they won't let him do it. It might be a contractual thing because there are restaurants like in the parking lot and stuff. Well, it could be permits. It could also be the fact that they might not have the room for the parking. So, yeah, I mean, there yeah. could be a couple of variables. Why? But that's the only thing that I think they really need to improve on is the food situation. A little bit of gouging on the drinks, too. I mean, $4 for a basic soda. It's like, mm, come on, guys. Yeah. I mean, they did have beer. There was a couple other things that I I that I said, oh, I, I didn't see that before at a convention. But um, I don't know. They could have done a little better. And the food looked like garbage, to be honest. I mean, because <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't look. I didn't eat any. You did have a sandwich that you liked, though, right? I just pre-made. had a, a pre-made like, turkey sandwich with tomato and cheese. It was fine. It was, you it know, was fine. I was starving. But so. in, in all fairness to them, you can come and go out, in and out of the con. Yeah. The only thing that sucks if you got a bag, you got to wait in line. But if you didn't have a bag, you can come and go. In fact, at one point, I, I really wanted a coffee, and I wanted an iced coffee. So there's a, there was a Starbucks at the Target. Right. And I didn't realize it. Well, the first night, I actually left and drove over there. It was like a three-minute drive, and I drove back and found pretty much the same sp- uh, parking spot that I had left. But the second day, Saturday, You were trying to do it in the heat of the moment on Saturday, the too. The <laughs> it was like, no way, I was like, dude. I really, I really want a coffee, and it was hot outside, so I wanted an iced coffee. And I start walking out, and Chris calls me. He's like, well, I'm really worried about you finding a parking spot. My buddy said that it's like a madhouse out there. I was like, oh, shoot. Well, I was like, well, if it's that bad, I just won't go. So go out there, and sure enough, it was. I could tell. There, I wasn't going to find no a parking way. spot. There's no way. You might you might have had to leave your car at the Starbucks and walk back. So I pull up my phone. I was like, wait a minute. It was only a three-minute drive. As the crow flies, if I could right. walk. So sure enough, it's all parking lot. There was right. no road. So I, I made a beeline, and I could see the Target building yep. in the distance. So I did like a 12-minute walk 
and just took a little break. You, yeah, you were really you were about you were gone for maybe about forty minutes, thirty five minutes. Well, I decided like that. to drink it in. I was yeah. I sat at the table in the Target where the little you know coffee shop was, right. and I just finished my coffee there because I, I got a little chocolate thing and it wanted to melt. So I had a little break. I had my coffee and I walked back. And that was so. If they had, imagine if they had like a coffee truck or something that had like ice drinks and stuff, they could make a killing. Or they would have just put one in the building. I mean, they had a lemonade stand that looked okay, but that was again a little bit high price. I mean, nine dollars for a, a lemonade or something. It's like come on. Because I'll say like at Magfest, of course, Magfest is at the Gaylord. So you've got right. you've got a Starbucks in the Gaylord. You got restaurants. You've right. got all kind of amenities. And again, this isn't a criticism. This no, is just no. like if I could improve it, I think the food needs to be improved. Yeah. Maybe beef up the arcade a little bit. Maybe shrink down that card section a little bit because <laughs> right. at the very other like a third of the building was like this uh, magic kind of card RPG card game section, right. and it just looked like there was so much wasted space there. Yeah. Now, granted. Maybe something was going on after we left. Maybe we missed, you know, because there we, was an event or something. Saturday yeah. could have had a big. They could have one today. So I mean, right. again, uh, if if I'm I'm not trying to speak out of out of turn here, but in my opinion, I would have shrunk that a little bit. But the one, t- like, okay, so when we went after when I was going to get money for the um, the wacky racers, mm-hmm. <clears throat> we went to. Now you've never heard of Scott, Scott the Waz, right? I think I had heard the name, but I didn't know who he was. You've never seen a video, no? Okay. No. But I I know this guy's a pretty popular YouTuber, especially considering like the his status thing. Like he he's not a PewDiePie, but he's right. not you know like a thirty thousand sub guy. Nothing against thirty thousand sub guys, but I'm just saying he's he's got more. He's a million whatever, and he gets a lot of views. But um, seemed like a really nice guy, and I would tell you what we didn't watch much of it. But he, he had him and his little crew had the crowd in the palm oh, yeah. of their hands. Oh yeah, they were cheering. They and loved. They were laughing. It was pure interaction. They were hooting and hollering. And they were doing. At one point, they were getting picking people in the crowd. They were yelling things to them. And I, I tell you, um, hats off to Scott. Um, he was definitely a draw. So if you're running a con and you can get Scott the Waz there, maybe you want to leave Pat at home and bring in Scott. <laughs> Uh, you might cost you a couple more bucks, but it might actually be worth it. That's funny. Um, so that is a big difference between, again, I'm only comparing the ones that I've been to. MAGFest is not game-centric, but they're panel-centric. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of And we really didn't see good... any panels other than the brief time with Scott well, in our wrestling Well, you got limited space. I mean, you got the difference between the Gaylord and a convention center. Right. So you got a whole different setup. So... I like. I actually like that. Too many games is is all about the venue, the vendor floor, and the games and and all that stuff. Well, but there was another. I I, I think by the front door. I feel like there was a, a hall did. there too, they but did. we never went in it. No, but they had panels. So they there. had a panel going on there. So you got a couple. But I think but those were smaller panels, though. If I'm, I could be wrong about that, but I feel like that's where they put like hacks, like Pat in that <laughs> panel. <laughs> yeah. But like real stars, like. Right. You know Scott, they put him in the main the hall, which you know because uh, the guy draws people. But like at Magfest, because they've got the entire Gaylord to play with, you could plot out. They have all these different like panels and stuff. Which some of them were fun, some of them were about music, some of them were about game history, some of them are about are just like you know uh, personalities and stuff like that. Yeah. So we, Tara and I, would have a lot of fun going to these different panels. And and, was- but you know what? And I've never actually gone to a convention and focused on panels. I've been to a few. Um, but that's never been my forte. That's not what I go there for. And but maybe I should do well, that a little more because I think they're 
After seeing Scott the Waz for a couple of minutes, they may were missing oh. out on some because that looked very fun. Tanner and I have had some fun at panels. Yeah. So some of them can be really interesting, really interactive. Um, so, yeah, well, I'll, I'll say like I was mentioning before, MAGFest kind of forced our hand in that way because there were, there's not a lot of there's games. There's no games, right? So we spend, like, we would go there for three days, two nights and three days, and we would spend one of the days essentially just picking out different panels and taking a break in between, and it was really fun. So I do enjoy that, but um, I'm with too many games i was all about just focusing on the vendor floor because there's so well much that's to the draw through. and even, it's not called too many panels right <laughs> and even after i finished making all my purchases i was still having fun just looking and you because you're every time you go around that vendor floor you see something else? you're gonna miss there's so there's millions of items when it was good say. people watching too Mm-hmm. There's a lot of weird characters yes, there. Yes. Um, some fun. There was some good cosplay. Not, I'm not a big cosplayer guy, but I respect it. And there was some. You saw a Samus that was beautiful, right? That a was really awesome. nice costume. I, really, I took a picture of that, so I'll put that on the Discord as well. But there was a Samus costume that was really impressive. Um, we took a picture with the uh, medical doctor from Star Wars. That wasn't a costume. No, that was a stand thingy there. But yeah, that was cool. There was a full size R two D two roaming around with the noises and everything. That was yeah. Really I, cool. I missed that one, but I, I believe because they had the R five D four or R four D four, and there was a couple. But the other cosplay ones was there. was minimal. But it, you know, when it was good, it was good. Yeah, it was pretty cool to see some of that. Well, I, I to me, it's the guy, the people that I saw. I can appreciate their enthusiasm of what they're putting into, and I get it. The people who are into that, you know, hats off to you guys. Um, they add a little bit of color to the to yeah. the event, and I think that's pretty cool. For sure. my, my money's on the dude that had the computer monitor on his head. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. I cool. actually want to go home and hollow out a computer monitor and do the same thing because <laughs> that had looked some, really cool. Uh, signatures on it. I'm not sure. Yeah, it had uh, Scott the Waz. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had Scott's. I don't know what the other ones. Are, probably the other people on this panel. So one highlight it can going back to panels. It wasn't really a panel, but Tara and I one year at Bankfest. Uh, watched the AVGN movie in a crowd. Mm. Now the movie's not the greatest movie in the no, world. No, but it could be a good but a we crowd had movie. A blast! Yeah. Everybody was laughing and cheering, and I just, I it was such a. Fun I don't experience. think it's a good, great or good movie, but I think for what it is, it's a good movie. If that makes any sense. All I'll say is I'm probably glad that I watched it in a crowd. Yes. At a As opposed to buying the Blu-ray at I home. I was all happy, in a good mood. <laughs> right. And I was having... It was like a midnight showing. Well, it was, it was an atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely an atmosphere movie. Even though uh, one of our good buddies, my one of my great pals, Curtis, is <laughs> my great short pal... Uh, he wasn't a fan, and, and they they weren't too. That maybe his experience wasn't as good as yours, but of the movie, you mean? Yeah, he well, he don't like the movie, but uh, I I don't I didn't hear him say we had a great crowd experience. Nice. I think I think it was just like me and me and my old lady looked at each other and said, "Nah, that, yeah. that movie sucked." Yeah, it's it's going back to it. It's probably not. It probably wouldn't. Have it, I've, okay, I put it this way: I own the Blu-ray. I've watched it once. I'm not going to watch it again, but I want my one experience with that movie to be the way that I watched it at MAGFest because it's a great memory. Why ruin it? Exactly. Yeah, don't ruin it. You, just, it you don't want to watch it a second time. Just leave it alone. But overall, I had a blast at, at Too Many Games this year. Yeah. It was so much fun. I haven't been to a con in like three years because of COVID and everything. Same. And it was really, really... It felt so good to go back and kind of refocus on games because my focus has been a little bit... In other areas with my collecting, more like music and vinyl and Legos stuff. and Legos VHS and, and VHS and TVs, which is all part of my whole 100%, thing. 100%. Yeah. But I haven't really focused on games in a while. And um, we were talking about this a little bit. It's really fun. Part of this whole process and part of the fun for me, and I think you agree, is the post-con 
like routine of what you're oh, going to yeah. do with your games. So, exactly. you know, what I what I first do is I'll take all my games and I spread them out. And I take a picture of them so I can put on social media. Look at all my pickups, and then I catalog them into my app. And then I clean them and test them, and then you put them on your shelf and organize them and do whatever you're going to do. And that's that process is really fun too. That whole post-con kind of routine that you have. Do you have a similar routine with your games? Do you kind of? Do the oh same yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. When I, I when I get home, I will find like because I didn't just get games. I got uh, some uh, some like store display pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got. Uh, uh, some collectibles that are sure. uh, vintage collectibles, but you know, uh, got me a cereal box that I'm still a little nervous about taking home on the plane. I know. <laughs> but um, I I like all the pieces that guy. You know, part of it is like finding that spot that's gonna make that pop. Obviously, the games are going with the games on the right, shelf, right. and I got a new box. I'm gonna, you know, I'm happy to fill a spot on there, which is cool. I want a Goonies too, and good buddy Joel, he uh, covered me on a bundle deal and. Had to get him back later, but right now, you know, it's a gift to want to pay him back, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, I do look forward to that. And, you know, part of, like, see, <clears throat> you know, some people, their shelf is, you know, alphabetical order. Right. Um, you know, so sometimes when you stick something in, you got to move other ones down. Yeah. See, Doke don't have that problem. Well, I There's do. no alphabetizing going on on that NES shelf. That's not correct. Uh, it is correct. No, these are alphabetized, but they're alf- alphabetized by uh, company. So I have, That's such a trash way to I do it. I know. It's my own thing, and the reason I do it that way, we've talked about this before, is because that's what I did when I was a kid. I put all my Konami games together, and I alphabetized them. I put all my Nintendo games together, and alf- that's that's how it is. If you know, no. well, see, What I, about the publishers that got like one game? Well, yeah. It, it, okay, and then are the, are the publishers in alphabetical order? No. And, and see, here's what's weird, too. As you notice, I got Zelda first. Exactly. But and Super Mario Brothers. I know. It's sort and of... And Duck Hunt. <laughs> and Metroid. And then all of a sudden, it's like some makeshift black okay, box set that doesn't even have the right Donkey Kong in it. It's partially alphabetized. And it's also arranged. It's a very bizarre hey, thing. whatever gets you through the night, buddy. Yeah, you know what? I may have to change it. it okay, and here's another thing I don't like. All right, so you separated all your Tengen and your one other random black cart up there you got. Yes. Okay, they're all separated. So all the black carts are separated. I don't like that, but I'm willing to accept that. Why isn't it on the end? It is on the end. No. What do you mean on the What's end? What's after it? Well, it's on the end of that. No, it should be at the end end. The end of all my games, Yes. Mean? Why? Why would you put it in the middle? Well, here, it's okay, look, here... Here's another aspect of this bizarre. From top to bottom, they're also in in layers of of importance. No. <laughs> so it's like there's no. like four layers no. of how these are organized. It is so weird. I know. No. No. This, if you notice, it's all wrong. If you notice the top row are my like the, the, the Nintendo black box and my favorite games. Have then you ever been to a library? <laughs> They don't have favorite more, books at the library. The more I it's look at alphabetical this, and by genre or whatever. The but. more I look at this and the more you pick it apart, the more I'm like, what am I doing here? You're not wrong. It's it is, com- it is I'm weird. completely right. It is completely weird. What I'm looking at is completely wrong. But Okay, wait, but, let me stop for a second. This this game room is awesome. He makes a lot out of his space, and I'm just breaking oh, breaking balls here. Uh, but I hate the way he has his NES games. I know you do. I hate and, it. And I hate the way he's got his Atari games, too, if I'm being honest. But but if you notice, it's the same system. I I've hate got, it. I've got my... Uh, it's the same hate. <laughs> I've got my regular 
normal Atari, no, what I'll call, no. at the top, and then it goes into like... I bet you if I pick that apart, you got something in there wrong. So you don't like the way this looks visually. you got my red my nope. red labels, nope. i got my iMagics. I hate it. I hate it. So you'd rather have it all like... I like it jumbled, I like it in alphabetical order. The only caveat I have is like, I'll have like Contra next to Super C. Next see, I to, do that too. That's but part see, of... to me, that's, I'll give you the caveat okay. here. <clears throat> it's the Dracula, or it's the Castlevania series. It's the Contra series. Okay, see, that's what I got. See, I that's that. how I think about it. But that's where that that's where it ends. That's the only way you sub. That's you the sub only organize. way I alter the alphabetical order. That's it. And as far as unlicensed cart, yes, I like looking up and seeing a random gold cart or silver cart or black cart or blue, and you ain't got no blue on license game. How do you not have Bible Adventures in the? Is that what that is? Bible Adventures? Where? At the end of your tension. Yes, I think it is. Yeah, of course it it's is. It's one of those. And yeah. why don't you have it in the blue? The blue, it's black. They have blue copies too. Oh, oh, you mean okay? I don't know. Because it look cooler. Come on, get with it. Get some variants up there. But anyways, I like it all mixed in like that. Because to me, when I think of a library, you go to a library, are all the books uniform? No. No, because you have big books and small books and thick books and old books and new books. Yeah. But in theory, they're all in alphabetical order, and I know it's a different system, but in theory, there's an order to the system. What is your it's, your, it uh, does cause problems. your dookie decimal system over here? <laughs> It does cause problems because sometimes I'll be like, I don't know where to look for the game because it's they're kind of in alphabetical order, but they're not really. And what I do is like I'll put all my Data East games chunked together. But I'm hey, like, and how'd that work out on you when you're trying to go through the pictures to see what you had? How'd that work I out? I had to dude? ask Chris, which what other games are Data East? Robocop's Data East. Uh, uh, how'd that work out? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not. It's not efficient and it's not convenient. You're gonna fix it. I probably will have to. Do you're gonna have to because it is kind of annoying. But I can't imagine breaking up my tension games. Then don't just put them at the end. So you're saying, or that, at the beginning, you're saying that would be acceptable to you. It, my it would be the it, it tolerable, tolerable. Okay. And you would have Zelda and Zelda two. I would. I would no. No. Because there's because there's it's the Legend of Zelda, and I would put it under L. Okay, because they're but even they're both the Legend of Zelda. I don't care that Zelda two, the Adventure of the Link, bullshit. Okay. Or excuse me, it's dumb. <laughs> They're both Zelda games, so it would be The Legend of Zelda, and they'd be sitting next to each other. Okay, what about this? So you wouldn't put your black box games together? No. Oh, see, I can't I don't, can't imagine not having them together. Okay, now, if that's... I'll give you the, the exception of that. If you do that, they have to be first. Well, they are, sort of. They're not. Well, I mean, Zelda's kind of a... They're not. Okay. <laughs> they are not first. They need to be first, and then you start your library, and then you end it with your unlicensed games. Man, you're making me want to take this whole thing, just rip everything off the shelf and just start from scratch. Let's do it. I'll help you organize it. That might be kind of fun. It could be. And you're saying the same thing with my Atari. Same thing. Now, I will say this, I accept this more than that. Okay. But I still have the same disregard, because my Atari... You've seen my Atari shelf. You don't like so that? You, no. you don't think it's cool, the different colors and the different ebb and flows and the different shapes cool, and everything? I do, I do prefer this visual. Like, like, like my How red, do you know you do? Like, my, like you wouldn't have all these together? Your, nope. Your um, nope. Nope. Parker Brothers nope. games? Nope. And your, nope. Nope. Oh, man. I don't know if I can do that. Well, don't. It's your games. <laughs> but I, I will say, when it comes to looking through your games, sometimes I'm like, I don't even know where to look because I forget how they're kind of chunked together. But I don't know. I'll think about it. 
but it, it is going back to the original, you know, comment. It's fun to come back and, and find a place for your games and get your Absolutely. put your items in your room. Just the whole post con routine is uh, it, it kind of extends the whole experience and makes it uh, well, well. Okay, when I was a kid, I'd go buy baseball cards, mm-hmm. and part of the thing I liked was organizing them. Now I, I now again I went against my own theory here because you could organize them by number there was numbers on the back of the cards but what i always did is i organized them by team and then within the team i alphabetized them okay so if it was the dodgers steve garvey would be under g okay or whatever so i'd alphabetize each team and i and i separate each card by team and if there was cards that weren't like they were multiple teams on it kind of thing then that was a different section all right so I, I do it, so I do like that. I like going home and integrate you know uh, integrating them into the new system mm-hmm. and kind of seeing how they look in their new homes. And as far as like the display pieces and stuff, you know, finding that little spot for them and everything. Uh, yeah, that's a fun process. I don't want to um, throw more at you, but if you look behind you at my cassette tapes, do you have any? Pro- now <laughs> it's just a similar thing. I've got. Sort of alphabetical order, but then on top, I got ran out of room, so I just kind of threw some up on top. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, now, I don't have a problem with them being in alphabetical order. Um, if it was me, I would probably, I, mine don't have a true order. I kind of put them a little bit of genre or favorites. So okay. you could criticize my cassette rack, and I would be like, you, I, I, "You're not wrong." Okay. Because I I don't look at them the same way. Okay. You don't you know want, what I mean? The, why not? I just don't. I don't know. So because don't... I have that big rack, and I gotta fill it. And as I was filling it, it's like let's say one little section is popular music, and again, you're gonna roll your eyes because it's kind of what you're doing. I was and then say, it sounds like one exactly... of it's soundtrack, and one of it's something else. It sounds very similar to what I do with my NES. Well, you know what the difference is? What? See, those are video games. Right. Okay. In that's the story. Only, that's the only it's a video game library. This is a collection of crap over here. This is your cassette tapes. Okay. It's not the same thing. I do. I do. In my mind, I see my game collection as a library. I it's do. a library. I do. That's not a library. It could no, be, but it's that's not. not library status. No. That's a that's a small collection. Yeah. And it's probably not going to grow that much. No. So no. it doesn't matter. Okay. That's a side thing. Okay. And music is a little different than video games. Well, sure. Because sure. music, you might have an album you listen to a little more or something you're more in the mood for. But even even records, there's, there's something to be said. We could talk to Matt maybe about how he organized his records. But there is something to be said about that. But as far as games goes, I feel like the best way to do it is system together right you're not mixing your super nintendo in with your nintendo that'd be ridiculous but i just think alphabetical order is the way to go and if you were to separate out the unlicensed or the black box i will give you my blessing on that but even though i think you're kind of crazy compromise and you can help me find a sort of like a version of what i've done but a better a better is what i would do sensible the boxes at the end i'd take them out they're coming out they're gonna i'd take them all the way out (laughs) i'd put your tension at that very end there I'm not. I don't have a problem with that. That, that I think it would look cool. Okay. I like that, and I would put your black box at the beginning, because I know you like to keep them separate. I take that Donkey Kong out because that's not a black box game. That's a cheat. You're cheating. Take it out. (laughs) And what do you got there? Tetris right after tennis. What is that? Uh, yes. That's ridiculous. Why T? That is not a black box title. But it's. You get Urban Champion right after it. 
Why is it it's in the not, middle? It's no, not just stop. black box. It's it, sort of black no, box. No, <laughs> you're starting with 10-yard fight, and there's only two games that aren't black box. Your Donkey Kong Classic yeah, and Tetris. That makes no sense, This dude. is a snapshot of how my brain works. It is all over the place. All it doesn't right. know what to do all the time. Tetris doesn't belong there. You've, you've seen, now you've, you've been in my home for a couple days. You see how kind of like you have a very, very No, you have a very lovely home and it's very organized. Well, I'm talking about me. Like, all right. You are scatterbrained. Like Your video games are scatterbrained. But if you've noticed, I kind of rely on Tara for uh, organizing. Tara's the boss. She's kind of like, well, she's, she's the big boss. Bo- no, she's the big she's boss. The, she, she is the guiding force uh-huh. in like the organizational aspects of our life. I rely on her to make the phone calls and to. All right, well, I do well, things to take out hold the on trash. Hold on for a second. So let's say let's pose a scenario. Uh, say you left for a month. You went somewhere for a month. How do you think the household would hold up? Oh, it would be fine. Uh-huh. Now say Tara <laughs> left oh, for a no. month. It would be a complete disaster. See what I'm saying? Yes. All right. She is. An, um, She's great. She's so good. She's but, so hospitable. So nice. I appreciate that. Great, she lovely family. Thank honestly. you so much. But. I will say that I we have fallen. We've been together for a long time, and we fit very well together. Yeah. And we have fallen into our, um, you know, what each where our strengths and weaknesses are very well. So she has her role, and I have my role, and it's very balanced. There's no sense of well, oh, you, I do more you than you. Were, you go out and you know bring in the bacon and uh, she cooks it and then and <laughs> tells correct. you where to put the bacon and makes you go get more bacon yep and she does yeah. things like organization <laughs> she's and great. planning the weekends and well I, even right now <laughs> she's off doing some great yeah, stuff right is. now so she's very active it's and awesome I do things like fix the appliances and the vehicles and go to work and, and you probably break take, the appliances take, too <laughs> I probably do you, you know I'm sure but it, it works it works well but anyway she would have a whole different approach as well she would i think look, she would agree with me oh i know she because she's very type a yeah and she's the type of person who labels things in the house and has like a very particular way of organizing and and, and having well, things. And she's probably been to a library before oh yes and she's yes. a teacher so yeah. she has that kind of mentality she and she's very good at that kind of a thing and i'm i'm not i have my own quirks and my own kind of style but i see that it does Maybe need some honing, some tweaking. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just messing with you, man. No, it I, looks good, dude. I do need some work. It I do. Does see, good. I, I would like some advice, and I would like to work on this. And maybe well, while if you're you here, still wanted to display, and I know you got a handheld thing going on there, but I might take out the Game Gear and uh, maybe those yeah. two boxes behind it. it. Well, this whole lower shelf that. Well, not, no, I'm talking about that the shelf right on your NES stuff. Right. If can, you had to eliminate anything, I'd eliminate the Game Gear and put it over here. Yes. And then maybe take those boxes out and just maybe put them behind those Amiibos maybe. Yeah. And then I would put your NES boxes right there. Okay. And then eventually I probably would put them up here or something. You know what we're going to do, Chris? We're going to take a before picture. And if you're willing, yeah, we'll spend an hour or two later today. Of course I'm willing. I'm I'm wanting to do I was going to do it when you were sleeping. (laughs) That would have been funny. I could have came in here and fixed your game room, but I I still have to stay here another day. I didn't want to get kicked out. I need to ride to the airport. I don't want to get banned. That would have been funny if you did that. I wouldn't have been mad either. You you would have been irritated. No, I would not. I don't get irritated. Oh, come on, Duke. <laughs> you wouldn't have been you know, What are you doing? So you've got we've got um, the rest of today. It's kind of the middle of the morning here. It's, yeah, uh, it's still pretty two early. 2 o'clock, actually, yeah. in the afternoon. So tonight we're going to have... Chris is going to get some culture. We're going to get some crabs, some Maryland crabs. And uh, we've tried to explain to him this is a whole like thing. There's a special way you got to eat them. And there's special Old Bay seasoning that he might not be used to. 
And Chris was kind of like, ah, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like crabs are crabs. And I, you know, I, I, say that. I remember you keep talking about you got crabs in this place. And I was, my immature brain wanted to laugh every time you said it. I went down to the shore and got some crabs. I was like, and you're saying this in front of your wife? What are you doing? Yeah. But we're going to have the whole Maryland crab, because that's the <clears> most <throat> Marylandy food to eat here, is is our blue crabs. We're kind of known for well, that. And Wawa. And, well, Wawa, yeah. There's a gas station <laughs> called Wawa, and Chris thought that was kind of funny. I guess he's never heard of a Wawa. No, no, I have heard of Wawa. But um, some other friends at the con, they were talking. We, we, we were getting ready to leave, and one of us mentioned like they were going to go get dinner. One of them mentioned a steakhouse. And one guy's like, I want a chicken sandwich from Wawa. <laughs> I was like, the gas station? You've never been to Wawa? They all got so defensive. And I'm like, listen, I went to Wawa earlier today, but I didn't eat at that point. I backed up Chris's friends, and I explained to Chris that you don't understand. This is not like gas station food. This is like really good subs. And they were. Were they not? They were good subs. But listen, it was like a high-end subway inside a gas station. Let's keep it in context here. But I will say they do have a lot of personal food. Like They had their own donuts. They had... Soups they had, it was good. I'll put it this way: we enjoyed our sandwiches, and I can't say it was much better or worse than the the steak sandwiches we had the day before. So they were good. They were good, though. I would give them that. I like the bread a lot. Yeah, that was really good. So it's if you know, it's not like it used to be where you go to a gas station and it's like the junkiest food you can imagine. It's good quality, and and you can see they're putting a lot into it. Yeah. So it's not like junk gas station food, but so that's what your friend meant. It's like it's not just like grabbing sandwiches off the rack. I know, but it, it just sounded stupid. Yeah. Be like, listen, okay. Even knowing all you know, what would you rather go to? A nice steakhouse that someone else might be paying for, oh, or you just go to on your own to go get a chicken sandwich no, at Wawa? No, no, no. Wawa would never be like where I want to go. But if you're if you're there, you get some food like just Tara, like we did. Like Tara said, I'd rather go to Wawa than like McDonald's. McDonald's. I can, I can see that. So. I can see that. So anyway, got, he got his Wawa experience, and uh, we went to Ann's. He got his Ann's yeah. kind of experience, and now, now we're going to do the crabs. I'm, getting, I'm going to leave with crabs. So we're going to do a cookout. We're going to cook out on the grill and eat some crabs, and that's going to finish it. And we're going to have a fire tonight and sit out, look at the stars, and just yeah. kind of chill so out. So you got a great backyard, really, really nice, big trees, so then quiet t- neighborhood. Yep, yep, appreciate that. And then tomorrow... Uh, he has to be back at the airport at seven thirty at night. So at we night. got we got a long time. So tomorrow, we're, Tara, right? Tara's going to hang out with us, and we're going to go shopping and hit some shops that I've been talking about, and get some food and just kind of hang out for the day. And Chris will be back to the East Coast. I'm sorry, the West Coast. So I guess you wanted to brag a little bit about your uh, your. Well, you know what? Before that, let's talk about what happened. Uh, after the the first night at, at too many games, where I went back to my room. Oh, okay, okay. Well. All right, so I, I decided to go uh, have some adult beverages at the bar. There was a hotel bar there. Um, another buddy, which now you know, uh, you didn't before, but mm-hmm. you've been introduced. Very nice guy. Joel, really cool dude. Yeah. Um, we were going to have some drinks together, but he was having a little trouble getting there. So I was well ahead of Joel before he got there. Um, people were buying me drinks. I had a lot of fast friends going on. I, 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 three different people bought me a drink, and uh, so that was nice. Um, so anyways, I was pretty well sauced. He got there. Um, we drank some more and then they did last call at one Oh five, which if any of y'all been to a bar before, that's pretty early. Um, <laughs> so I was like, last call at one Oh five. Um, so what, to lay the scene a little better. When I first got there, there was like eight people in this bar, you know, again, it's a hotel lobby bar. 
Uh, wasn't that many people there, uh, but there was mention of there was supposed to be a wedding party coming, and at some point um, they had put all this buffet food out there for them. Like there was pizza and tacos and stuff like that. They had made it at the hotel, and so I asked the waitress, well, "What's going on with that?" Because I was I, I was just gonna buy some, and she goes, "Well, it's a wedding party," but she goes, "There's only three people. I don't think anybody's coming." And I was like, all right, well, give me the signal when you think you really don't think they're coming because I'm going to go over there and get me some food. She's like, oh, whatever. She didn't care. So I waited a while. And uh, Anyways, at some point I went and got some pizza. But <clears throat> but prior to me getting the pizza, two big buses pull up and all these people started pouring into the bar. It, well, first they poured into the hotel. And I turned around and I saw how many were there. And there was two bartenders. One was a nice lady, and one was a grumpy old man. And the grumpy old man, he happened to be in front of me at that moment. And I turned around. I was like, wow, business is about to pick up. And he's like, no, there's only three of them here. They're going up to their room. And I was like, what? There's a bunch of food right there. You don't think these people are going to want to get their drink on and eat some food before they go to bed? Nah. And then, sure enough, that bar got overwhelmed by, like, 200 people or something. Wow. And uh, I think it was a lot of pressure for those bartenders. And even though I felt like they were being rude, uh, I saw them be rude on many occasions beyond just being rude to me and Joel. Uh, they were rude to other people. But uh, it was a lot of pressure and a lot of stress for them. Anyway, so we got cut off. and uh, But Joel really didn't have that much, and he was looking to drink a little more. So he's like, well, let's let's go find a gas station. And he goes, let's go across the street. Now, I didn't really pay attention to the area that well when we first came in. But um, I didn't remember there being a gas station across the street. But we went, first we went one direction. And there was, and I was like, dude, there's nothing over there. It's like a waterbed out, oh, not waterbed. It was a bed outlet store or something. Um, I was like, there might be something the other way. So we went the other way. Now, mind you, I'm, at this point, I'm, I, I don't need no more drinks. I'm intoxicated. <laughs> Um, he's not, but he, you know, whatever. So we're going up the road and, um, we get to one of the gas stations and of course it's closed. And I'm like, dude, it's closed, but he wants, he wants to, he wants to carry on. This guy has a mission and, and <laughs> bless you, Joel. I, I know, I know where and your heart was what, at. two in the morning-ish? No, it's still like one thirty. That's what I'm saying. We left the we got we left the bar early because that's right. Yeah. Well, if it was two, we wouldn't even have went. Okay. They would have been closed. There would have been no beer. You know what I mean? Right. No, it was like one twenty, one thirty. Um. So we're walking, and at some point, we have to cross the road. And it's and it's actually a highway. It's not it's not a road. <laughs> it's a highway. But it really was. Highway. It wasn't that busy. But it was a highway, and um. So we're starting to go across, and then Joel kind of panicked a little bit or something because he's like, oh, come on, run, run, hurry up. He wasn't goofing around. He right. he thought that we needed to hurry up. And so I started running, and there was like a divider that I – you know, it was super dark. There was re- there was no lights. Right. It was very dark. So I, <laughs> I hit that bump, man. I fell hard. <laughs> Hard. It was. It happened so quickly, man. But you know, then I'm on the ground. I'm like, okay, I got to get up before I even had a chance to access the damage because now I'm seeing cars coming. And uh, so we got we got off the road. And Joel's first thing he said, "Are your teeth okay? Is it you, you didn't break your teeth, did you?" And I'm like, he must have had a bad experience with teeth. Well, actually, he told me something about labor. It doesn't matter. So anyways, um, thankfully, teeth were fine. 
Uh, my shoulder, a little sore. My forearm, really sore. My oh. knees are sore. I was say, you've got some souvenirs on all of your Apps bandages. all over the place. But <laughs> you got scrapes and bruises. and Yeah, but it doesn't matter, man. It's It was fun. So I, I tapped out. I'm like, I'm just going to wait here at this uh, bus stop. You go ahead. If you want to run up the street, go ahead. I'll wait here. Um, of course, he got there, and of course, it was closed. So we go back now. We get back to the hotel, and there's this little tiny mini store that's in there that's mm-hmm. unattended. So we go in there, and of course, there's alcohol right there. So all that was for nothing. It was all right there. <laughs> and the, the guy up front even went into the back and got more alcohol. So we were able to get alcohol from the concierge. So they had a last call, but it didn't really mean anything? Well, last call was for the bar. Just the bar. We And I and I was so think, I think to myself, like, why didn't I think to look there first? Because oh I remember seeing, like, wine or something earlier, but it doesn't matter. So Joel bought some booze, and we went up to his room, kicked it for a while, and chatted, and drank a little more, and then I, you know, and then I crashed out. But, uh, so ultimately none of that matters. Like, I don't really care. It wouldn't been the first time I've fallen in my life. Pro- hopefully it'll be the last, but it probably won't. Um, but there was a consequence to the fall. <laughs> it's really hard for me to shake hands right now because <laughs> right. my, I, re- I hyperextended my forearm. So it's very painful to do something like that like if my hand was like really close to my body like a t-rex i could shake your hand all day but to extend it 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 really hurts down the arm um nothing's broken or torn but you know it's definitely was hyper extended and uh so i'm going around the con and you know some of these people are seeing me for the first time ever and so they're excited and they want to shake my hand and or you know like they're very excited and i'm excited too but i keep forgetting don't put your hand out (laughs) right or at least explain to him really quickly. And, uh, yeah, there's a guy, Battletoads Overload is a channel on YouTube that I really like. He's a really cool dude. It's very nice. He came bearing gifts and everything. Super nice dude. And I'm so happy to, to meet him. But his shake hurt. Uh, Discart, I didn't even talk to Discart because I was still hurting from his handshake. He probably thinks I'm a jerk. Well, he doesn't, I don't even think he even knew who I am, but... It was awkward because you and him were talking. I'm just standing there like, ah, my arm hurts so much. Why did I shake Discard's hand, this big, strong bastard? And he's and he's taller than I thought he would be. I, I, for some reason, I figured like he would be a short guy. That's a tall dude. He's tall. A tall dude, strong, uh, firm handshake. And that's the other thing. Okay, that's what gets me too, Duke. When I give a handshake, I come in correct. Me too. I'm going to squeeze your hand. Me too. So you better be ready because if I break your hand, that's on you. <laughs> and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You get me, that's my fault. Unless you do that cheap crap where you that, squeeze man. the tips of the fingers <laughs> yeah. and that's not, that's a move you'd pull. That's on purpose. People do that on purpose. They grab the tip of the fingers and it's like a power move, I think. Well, I tell you what, the next guy that does that might get a head bump. I, <laughs> I I'm, hate I'm that. serious. I, I, from this point forward, if I get any crappy handshakes, they're going to be a problem. It's demoralizing. When you go out and you're expecting to shake somebody's hand like a man and right. they grab your fingertips... It's like, what am I, a lady or something? Right, no, I I understand what you mean. I hate that. It'd be one thing if they grabbed your fingertips gently, (laughs) but they're trying to grip. Anyway, we're getting off topic here, sort of. Anyway, so um, by the end of the day, I I didn't want to shake no hands at all. And uh, Joel, uh, there's some other guys from Instagram that I I guess I knew, but I didn't realize it again because I don't know the real names and I don't see their faces a lot. Um, He brought them over to introduce them to us. And one of the guys that was in our group for a little while, his name is Nate. This dude's really, you know, 
Stubby. Barrel chest. This this is the kind of guy you want with you in the bar on your side. <laughs> you don't want to square off with Nate. He will round kick you. Um, <clears throat> but uh, Or spin kick. I guess they're the same thing. Anyway, um, <laughs> this guy, it, those two locked up, and it was like thunderclaps. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Dylan! You son of a bitch. So and you saw it coming. You're like, oh, shoot. Well... And in my mind, I'm like, I can do that too. And as my hand starts to go up, I realize, oh no, don't, what are you doing? So I start to pull it back, and no, this guy wasn't having it. And I'm sorry, I can't think of his name at the moment, but he reached in and grabbed my arm and pulled me in because he was happy to meet me. And I had to stop him. I grabbed his arm with my other, I grabbed his forearm with my other hand, and I was like, he was probably like, what are you doing? What kind of handshake is this? He was a little, you can see the confusion. (coughs) And, um, so I tell him, I was like, yeah, I, I hurt my arm last night. Please stop. <laughs> like, Please stop. And he's Please like, stop I'm shaking my hand. He was so like, sad, like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, dude, please. I didn't mean to make that awkward for you. Um, that's my fault. And you're a good dude. And and he like, he felt so bad later. He messaged, he apologized to a, a friend. And then he messaged. I was like, dude, you do not have to apologize. It wasn't like I was wearing a splint or something. How would you <laughs> right, know? Right. I was the idiot that picked my hand up, but... Anyway, yeah, so I will be shaking lefty for at least a, a week, probably. Yeah. Or how, just fist how does bumps. That, uh, how did it affect your arcade playing here? here well, we, we can talk about that. <laughs> so, now, keep in mind, I'm nearly crippled at the moment. Okay. I'm hurting, dude. Did it really hurt when you were playing arcade? It hurts to do this. Okay. It does, because I'm getting all the pressure right here. Okay. And I'm getting pressure right here. I'm being honest. What, what I didn't tell you is I fell too when you were ah, I, see I, I, Here we go. I got out of bed and tripped over your bag, thanks. Even the I, bag that was tucked in the corner. I, I fell in the, in the hotel room. Still well, I, I don't remember any of that. I think that's just, uh, <laughs> come on. Anyway, so um, we get in there. We're looking for a, a, a two-player game. Yes, we were. We, we were going to co-op because we were thinking of like maybe Simpsons or X-Men, but those were pretty crowded. Um, so we were looking for a two-player game, and we saw Mario Brothers, but someone beat us to it initially. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that'd be fun, like the standard Mario, the plumber Mario right, Brothers. Right. And uh, so eventually we found one, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep. Even Steven, there was no advantage other than I'm hurt and you're not, right? Right, right. Right? You're right. Really, come on. And uh, okay. who had the high score on that you one? You beat me. <laughs> Fair and square. Fair and square. I'm not Matter of fact, th- I played another hour on the same I, quarter. Another hour. All right. Five minutes. Yeah. I, I, I felt bad for you. I won't take anything away from you. You beat me on Mario Brothers. And then hold up. Wait. Whoa, hold on. Go hold ahead. on. Sorry. I, <clears throat> one would say beat. Yes. I think all would say beat. I, I think some might say humiliated, destroyed, you obliterated. You doubled my score, I think. <clears throat> right. Some might say that, too. <laughs> um, so then, you know, you thought you had my number. Oh, Yeah. You'll play me in uh, Street Fighter. Let's play Street Fighter, he says. I don't know my I've, I've been beating my cool. son Bobby recently <laughs> in Street Fighter. I've, I've, I'm the king of the streets in this town, he says. <laughs> anything like that. Well, that, it was all implied, but uh, that's what was happening. And I haven't played Street Fighter in the arcades uh, probably since the 90s, to be honest. And I, I didn't yeah. even play it that much then. I, I've been I, I, the most, I've, I've only played it pretty much on the Super Nintendo, a little bit on the Sega, but mostly on Super Nintendo. 99% on the Super Nintendo, including with the arcade. Okay. <clears throat> so we walk up. Um, I select Ryu. You 
accidentally selected Ken, I guess. That was an accident, yes. I believe you. Because I believe you. you but you know they're quit. very compatible. They're similar, yes. Okay. They're, they're almost, very yes. compatible. I know, I Come know. on. All right. So the first, because uh, you know how Street Fighter works, there's three rounds, two out of three, you win the first two, there's not a third round. Let's just say we never saw a third round, okay? <laughs> I won the first two matches, uh, Duke had his excuses, uh, I didn't get to pick my guy, Let me. I'm going to beat you with Ryu, let me pick Ryu, oh, go ahead. <laughs> so we both have Ryu, that's my guy, alright? <clears throat> what happened, Duke? I'm not. I'm a console gamer, Chris. I'm oh, not an arc. See, he lured me into into a uh, in my uncomfortable zone. I'm not. It's like all the noise and the distraction. You know uh -huh. how I am. I'm a I'm a tunnel minded. Uh, what do you call it? tunnel vision? Tunnel vision guy. I'm, huh? I'm a very distracted yeah. person. So he lures me in away from the consoles and into the arcade, where he knew, knows I have a disadvantage because I'm scatterbrained, <clears throat> uh, I'm getting bumped. I'm like, oh, is somebody? I'm, I'm scared. And there's somebody. Whoa, whoa, hold on one <laughs> second. What's that over there in the corner? That's that's uh, Star Wars in my room. An arcade game? Is that what in that is? In my room, where I'm, I'm all. In that's an arcade to... machine. Mach is it not, Mister Console Gamer? Yes. All right. Uh, go it's ahead. It's not that it's a mach uh, different <clears throat> machine. It's that it's the environment that it's in. Uh, well, who was in the same environment with you? But that's your strength. Is it my strength? Yeah, because you're social, you're loud and boisterous. Well, you I am love loud. people. Yeah, you're you're getting fueled by all this energy. And you're all I getting... was getting fueled by the B.O. from the dudes that were next to me. <laughs> Get out of here. I was at so much of a disadvantage. And while... I, my Advil was wearing off. <laughs> well, I'm trying to concentrate and play and beat you. I'm looking over my shoulder. No. Does that guy want to fight me? No. Or what's that noise over there? There was plenty of security. Do not do that to TMG. So I was out of my comfort zone. But I, you know what? I wanted to be a good host this, this weekend. And give <laughs> it, we I told Tara I'm not going to make sure Chris has a good time. Of course I'm going to let, let you win at the arcade. I'm well, beat you at the arcade? What kind of host uh, would Let me that? tell you what kind of good guy I am. Okay. Okay. After destroying you in our first match. Then I glitch you. Oh, I need to. I need Rayu. Okay, fine. You got Rayu. Or whoever you say his name. Destroyed him in the second match. Then in the third match, as... The game star he goes and hits the button to make it start, and he goes and gets a sucker punch on me. Knocks about a quarter, about a quarter of my power was gone. Sucker punch, Duke. And so he he goes ahead and gets a sucker punch on me. He has the advantage. Who won that round again? I forget. Because well, I leg sweeped your ass to death point, at that more point. More people had come in. More distractions. I didn't know where I was. I was Man. starting to hyperventilate. I was sweating. My hands were all sweaty from you know my nervousness. Sure, sure. So sure. Now, all joking aside, he destroyed me in every game that we played in that <laughs> arcade. <laughs> and uh, props to you, Chris. You were really good. I knew you were good at, at games because you're. Well, you're listen. I'm not going to win any Street Fighter tournaments unless I'm playing Duke. Here's what I'm going to say, though. There if, are it, much better to players. To really but... find out if you're willing, sometime, but sure, someday tomorrow, we, we can, can play Super, Super Nintendo. Nintendo, and we can, I think, have a little more of a. I, I'll give, I'll give you a probably better challenge. She still might beat me. Uh, listen, I'm not saying you're a crappy player. Oh, I, well, I'm not saying that in any way. I hope that's known. I respect <laughs> your your chops. Uh, just uh, you know, next time we go into the. Arcade, just show a little respect. That's all. You got to walk will. behind me. Okay, that's all I'm asking. Just gotta, show could, a little respect. Sure. That's you, it. Hold, hold your arm up as we walk around. <clears throat> just, just uh, you know, like shrink yourself down a couple of inches. You know, like you got to slouch over and you got to be five paces behind. That's all I'm asking. Well deserved, Chris. You, all right. You beat me fair and square. I wish Bandy was there to see. 
would it, how to do it. Oh, I would have right? beat Mandy too. Oh, so oh my. Randy, you could you could take up the Street Fighter challenge next. <laughs> well, you know what you, you got to do then is get get in on the beat the Bandy challenge. We have a couple days left to play Berserk. You can play it here. I could, but but I my I had my heart set on doing it on my vet treks when I got home. Oh, that's true. But I could I could give it a shot. I haven't played I haven't played Berserk in a very long time. But I'd I'd do it, especially if you kept this table in here, because then I could because the holding is going to be sure, a, probably a sure. part of the problem. You can set pull the table right up to the console and the TV and. Have at it. Well, we'll see. We'll see how you do. Uh, well, I mean, has Matt even posted a score? Not a single one. So I'd be beating the Duke. I'm not beating the Bandy. Well, Come on, Matt. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Get in on this. It's your contest. What are you doing? I know. He's uh, <clears throat> letting us down. Well. He hasn't posted a single score. I mean, Kevin posted a score. Kevin. And not Matt. The, the vinyl guy. And not Matt. Not Matt. The gamer. Exactly. What's going Can't on, Can't be Matt? having that with the beat the Bandy challenge. No. So Keep we, it up. It might be beat the Kevin. <laughs> exactly. Be careful. So we don't even know what the next beat the Bandy challenge is going to be, but no, I guess we got yet. a couple days yeah, left. Maybe it'll be Street Fighter. Yeah, I don't think he'll do that. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know how you can gauge who. I guess you got to beat it with all the characters. Maybe. That's, that's not easy to beat. That's a hard game to beat, even on regular. Nah. I've beaten it before, but it's not I, easy. I've beaten it with every character. Have you really? Yep. I wanted to see all the endings. Wow. I've only ever beaten it with Ryu. Yeah, I've done it with all of them. I mean, I'm not great at all the other characters, but I learned how to spam or something cool. with them, and then uh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think Matt's gonna stick to the eight bits. And sometimes, okay, uh, in fairness, sometimes I get Ryu all the way up to Bison, and then I'll die and switch to a different mm -hmm. character. I think I might have done that on some of the characters just to see their sure. ending. But either way, I've beaten Bison with every character. Gotcha. All right, well, I guess we'll close the show with that. Um, so far, we're having a great time. Uh, Chris's visit here has been so fun, and I'm so excited to finally meet him in person and have him here in my home. And we had a blast of too many games, and we still have two days ahead of us. Yep. So, um, got crabs tonight and uh, retro shops tomorrow, yep. and so I'm flying back home. It's been a blast, and I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. And like I said, don't, be, don't forget to check out our Discord. We're going to throw a bunch of pictures up from our Too Many Games experience and some... Uh, pictures of uh, Chris with crab hanging out of his mouth, maybe. <laughs> some bruises all over his arms. We'll show the yeah, I'll wound. put up some. Hey, I'll put those up here in a few minutes. <laughs> and you can show some pictures of you beating me in the arcade with all your... You know, well, I got the videos up. I think I... Oh, I posted them on Twitter. Yeah, I'll put a couple of them on the Discord. But anyway... I, I was... Uh, listen, in all, all seriousness, you're a very good sport. Uh, you took the teasing <laughs> like a champ. We had a good time. Oh it was a lot of fun. You're a great host. Um... Even with the con, because I, I know there was a few moments where you know I had other people I needed to talk to. You're self-sufficient. Oh, yeah. You 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 were so pleasant and hospitable, and uh, I'm glad you, we were able to hang out in that way. And it's just awesome, dude. And even beyond cons, I definitely plan on making another trip out here to do I, something. I hope you do. And we were talking about me and Tara going up to California, yep. and Chris was telling us all the places to go and how we could make it all work yeah. out. Yeah. So that could, that could be in our future as it well. It would be great. So, I hope so. I'm going to hold you guys to I've it. Never it doesn't have to be immediate future, but at some point, we got to see. Absolutely. you got to see Yosemite. you got to see Kings Canyon. you got to see the coast, San Francisco. There's places and that you need to see. we got to check out a California con. You know, one of those uh, <clears throat> Well, I mean, uh, next year, maybe SoCal, I suppose, or a few years, whenever that works out. I mean, there's SoCal, uh, to me, the SoCal Retro Gaming, or now it's just the SoCal Gaming Expo, um, is a top-notch expo. Um I don't really think it's fair to compare these two because I'm probably a little partial to SoCal, but only mostly because of the memories, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But being objective, 
Um, too many games probably had a better vendor floor. Wow. But not by much, because right. I I've had I think Soul Cal's uh, vendor floor I didn't like I didn't go this year, but every year prior to that they've had a really good vendor floor. They're I when I know a lot of the vendors too. They're very nice and gracious, and um and it, it the, you know what the bottom line with conventions is the main thing is you get to see these people that you know some of them you've never met before. I Most know. of them, all these guys that I hung out with this weekend. I didn't know any of them other than the internet. Uh, a couple I might have talked on the phone with, but for the most part, this is getting to meet people. I may never meet them again, but at least I, now we have a moment. And um, it was really cool to meet these guys. And you know, don't take no offense if I didn't mention your name. Just uh, you know, my my Advil's wearing off. And <laughs> <clears throat> but um, it was a great time, man. Even the fall. <laughs> I don't care. Honestly, I really, well, I wouldn't change it. it. It was great. I enjoyed just watching you hang out with your friends because it was really genuine, and I could tell you were having fun with them. And and I, the ones that I met were really nice. And, yeah. and fun to hang around. Joel, Chad, yeah, um, <clears throat> Will, and um, uh, the the master of the spin kick. Um, they're all great. They're really good guys. Uh, there was a couple others, like I mentioned. There was other people that, you know, I'm not mentioning, but it's nothing personal. I just can't think of it right now. But there's so many good people. Um, I'm really happy to be. Sorry, Discard, if you're listening. I should have been. <laughs> I should have introduced myself a little better. But, well, you uh, were in pain. You weren't in your right mind. I, you, you destroyed me in that moment, Discard. So, uh, you saw stars when you shook your head. Oh, dude, that hurt so bad. It wasn't as bad as the, the last one, but, man... The him between those three guys, they, oh, I was like, "Fuck, man, that sucked." But anyway, it was a good time. It was still a good time, but it was a great, great convention. It really was. So, well, that's our show, and we appreciate you listening. And we don't know what we're doing for next month, but we'll figure something out. And um, I guess that's it. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Dave Matthews is no Bruce Springsteen. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs>